0: Coming up on this episode, we kick off a new year, reunite all the hosts, then immediately realize our lives remain uninteresting. But then we get into the week's tech news, centered around announcements from CES, including smelly showers and urine testing. It's all starting for you right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 354, recorded January 9th, 2023. New year, same hosts. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of... Of don't panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and of course, we couldn't do it without you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by two guys who are just happy it's a new year. Colby Rabadiu and Dan Miller. Good evening, gentlemen. Well, happy uh, 2023.
1: Thanks, Sean. Yeah, happy 2023. What what was the uh, Jennings New Year's celebration like this year? Oh, oh, Dan, I'm so glad you asked.
0: I did. I did the rare thing of uh, being in my bed under the blankets. Uh, I watched the college football playoff game where it ended literally at midnight, like the final play happened like at midnight as the time was turning, and it was an exciting conclusion to the game at midnight uh, because the kicker kicked and he missed and they didn't go to the playoffs in the college game. Are you talking about
1: football or is this an analogy for Congress? I can't quite tell.
0: Oh, and he's
1: got him. <laughs>
0: and he's got him. Uh no, no, no. This was uh, one of the college it. football playoff games. Yes, and it to win the game and take him to the championship, uh, he kicked it and woo and went, went wide off. So right wow. at midnight. So that was, I guess, my New Year's. No, I don't I am holiday Grinch when it comes to certain holidays, uh, and New Year's is definitely one of them. Bogus holiday.
1: Nice. Did you see that flow chart that was like the New Year's Eve flow chart and the only the only path that led you to a good outcome was uh what did you do on New Year's? Absolutely nothing. What were your expectations? Very low. Then it's like, okay, great. You did a good New Year's, but anything else is like, if you did anything for New Year's and had high expectations, it's like not going to be fun. And that, that's what I experienced too. Like, I don't know what it is about New Year's Eve with the exception, Sean, of that party that you threw. There are lots of great stories that came out of that. That's um, exactly what I was
0: thinking. Yeah. Well, and Colby, Colby threw some great ones back in his day as oh, well. Oh, that's right.
1: Actually, you know what? Yeah, I, I want to. Re- I think the thing that that spreadsheet was missing is if your New Year's Eve is do nothing or go to a friend's house, I think those are going to be good. Uh, the small anything, party. Yeah. Anything that's like, oh, you got to go to the so-and-so bar. It's like, nope, that's not doing that. Not going to go to see fireworks. Not going to sit outside in the freezing cold with a th- trillion other people. I think the big trick is
0: it hits midnight and then by like 1220, you're getting ready for bed like that's doesn't matter where you are as long as that's your plan. I don't think the problem is getting to midnight. That's the fun part. The problem is if you're (laughs) still going at 2 or 4 a.m., you've done it wrong. And I say that as an old man.
1: We didn't make it to midnight this year because we were jet lagged on East Coast time. So mm. we were we we gave up at about 1030.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. It's like, what is there going to be a surprise at midnight? Like, you know, what's going to happen? I haven't seen before. It's like surprise. The only exciting one is Y2K. 22.
1: Why do you have know, yes. to look around as all the lights get off?
0: Bring it back. I like that. I need some suspense because otherwise, well, you guys know I, I did this at some of our parties. My father is a New Year's baby. He was born, and so it's our family tradition to call him at midnight. I wish him a happy birthday, and now I am officially so old. I text him at six p.m. and say, <laughs> "I'm wishing you a happy birthday, but we'll both be asleep." So God bless you.
1: Well, it's wow. it's uh, midnight in the UK at six p.m., right? So yeah, it's it is
0: absolutely it, close. Actually, enough.
1: UTC, the one true time zone. You're just you're just giving him an international uh, birthday.
0: It's it's what he's always wanted. <laughs> well, that's good, uh, Dan. Did um. Did Santa bring you anything good for uh, for Christmas?
1: You know, it's uh, this is also getting old, um, but I received three Christmas presents that are very practical and great. Uh, one of them, my mom got me a coffee mug warmer, which I've always nice. wanted. Very practical. I use it every day. It's great. Uh, also, new Merino wool socks, which also sounds very boring. And then Lena got me a... So oh, it's not behind me, but a um, clever contraption that allows you to bundle your skis and your poles together and then put it over your shoulder, which mm. makes everything so much easier. We went skiing for the first time this season yesterday, and I did not know what I was missing. It becomes so much easier to carry everything when it has a strap. when it's like, OK, I'm going to like hook the skis together and put these over my shoulder. And then I'm going to like do this squat with 80 pounds of weight on my back and pick up the poles and come up. Also it's icy and I'm wearing these ski boots. like, no, 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 no. Just the strap. It's amazing. All those things probably cost under a hundred dollars total. And I, it's, I don't know. I think I will remember this Christmas because, uh, because of these items. So that's what I've been reflecting on. How about you, Sean? What,
0: what, what I've heard Dan is, is, is the theme this year is Dan is cold.
1: Dan is. Yeah, that's true.
0: That's the the theme of this year's gifts is Dan. Dan is cold and we got to help this guy out. Dan is
1: cold and Dan is lazy. uh, Maybe a little bit.
0: He's spending too much time out in the snow. Dan is old,
1: maybe, because I can't I can't do the squats and the ski boots on the ice anymore. There you go. You're getting that that old people cold
0: hands, uh, you know, cold feet thing. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. What has the West Coast done to you, Dan?
1: Um, Oh, my God. We got out. (laughs) We get to the top of the mountain and it's beautiful it's snowing there's snow everywhere um but it is barely snowing you drive not even five minutes down the road it's raining we're like right at the cusp it's like 31 degrees out and we we pull in and someone else just pulled in next to us and they get out of their car and these two kids like i don't know 20 somethings and they're like oh <gasps> oh my God, it's so cold. And then the other guy's like, oh, it's the wind, man. It kills you. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Like, this is a light breeze, maybe. (laughs) And it literally couldn't be any warmer and still be snowing. This is literally the warmest it could possibly be and still do the activity that you're doing right now. And you're complaining that it's cold. Like these people have lived on the West Coast their entire lives. There's no way, no way I've ever gone anywhere else. Um, So I hope to never be that person.
0: Yeah, they should definitely stick to surfing. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably much like more their sport. You're
1: skiing. What did you expect would happen? This is literally the best possible outcome for you, actually. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, wonderful. Uh, no, Dan, I did not get a single gift. So not one. Not one. Nothing? I was naughty this year. No, no. Too uh, old. I'm an old man now.
1: Not a not a smart home gadget. Not a uh, fold out. Laptop with three screens built into it.
0: (laughs) No, no, I don't. I don't think anyone who buys me gifts would even know where to find such a thing. So, (laughs) uh, no, no, I uh, I got nothing, but that's okay. I'm good with that. I do have to ask, just pivoting wildly. uh, Colby, what are you drinking? It looks fantastic.
1: Worlds. Oh, it's
0: it's not centered. So we're trying to like a wolfler dry rosé cider. Very nice. Wow. It looks good. The can caught my eye. You are muted, Mr. Colby. Mm
2: -mm. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. I said so much good stuff that the world will never hear. (laughs) Uh, It's good. It's pretty dry, but not too dry. I like it. Or it's not. It's dry, but it's not tart.
0: Okay. Sounds refreshing.
2: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It's a little. It's it's like six point nine percent. It's a pretty sturdy, sturdy cider.
0: But guess nice. The- Any carbonation in there? Or oh yeah, yeah for sure. It's a little fizzy. Keeping it light.
2: Made from New York State apples.
0: Look at them apples. Where is it made?
2: Oh, it's it's bottled in in New York, New York State. I guess that
0: makes sense. It's a good spot. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, what sir. else is going on?
2: Uh, I got a new. Did we talk about this last week? I got an Apple Watch for Christmas.
1: Finally, oh, we
0: did not.
2: Finally we upgraded.
0: Not.
1: Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah, it's 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 checking my blood oxygen as we speak. <laughs>
0: um. Now, were you were you you weren't still? What were you upgrading from? The Series Three. You were still on the three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 3 to 8 what a what a jump
2: yeah it's quite a change the screen is so big in comparison um i like the always on i think mostly uh i don't like now i don't know when this changed but on the series 3 when you're in sleep mode or something the way like when you have your sleep focus on and your watch goes into sleep mode on the series three, the way you unlocked it was you like spun the dial a bunch and it unlocked. But on this one, you have to hold down the crown. and It's so much harder to do that. It's like, you have to hold it down for a really long time. Yeah. Which like i i I guess I see why you have to hold it down for a long time, but I wish I could just spin the crown i thought that was fine
1: that i thought that was a watch watch os change or because I also upgraded but I was attributing it to a watch os change but maybe I'm disremembering
2: it's it could maybe um there were a bunch of things on the series three that didn't like there were a bunch of things that never changed uh, Hmm. that like, like Laura had a newer watch. Like, uh, I don't know. She has like one of the, the newer SE ones. Um, But like, like all the buttons got round and stuff and that just never happened on my series
1: Hmm. Um, three. So I don't know if they stopped.
2: They might've stopped doing updates. I don't, I don't
1: quite. It it was, if it did, if it was an update, it was the most recent one from like Mm. this fall. Oh, yes. I be. also find that really annoying because I had a trick, which was I would I would roll my finger along the crown because you had to spin it quite a bit. And I was going to yeah. flick like this. I would do a, a swoosh motion.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked it a lot better that every time I go to bed, my routine was that I would go go to bed it, with the lights like dimmed almost all the way off, and then when I'm ready to pass out, I would like, you know, fire fire up my my wrist computer and and, uh, you know, do the the home my home kit home home shortcut thingy to to turn off all the lights. I still do that, but it's it's so much harder. Like when I'm falling asleep, it's so hard to press the button for that long. It's so difficult. I don't know, man. It's hard. I agree. Yeah. The struggle is real.
0: But still good on the new watch. That's excellent. Like the, uh, is that the same band you had before? That's nice. I like that. No,
2: this is a new band too. I have one of the, it's like the, the magnetic one, but leather. Oh, I'm oh, not holding it in the right place. No,
1: you're good. No, it looks great. Yeah. I didn't know they made those.
2: Yeah. It's like uh, it doesn't have a clasp, it's just
1: it, the it's whole just thing magnets. is a
2: magnet. Magnets. Science. Science rules.
0: <laughs> awesome. Very cool. Uh, let's see. What else is going on?
1: uh i'm trying to think of yeah technology thing that happened in the last two months i did a lot of traveling and i picked the flighty app but colby had already picked it that was i think the last episode i was on <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i used to back at, november 7th by the way yeah
0: It's been a little bit sorry no no hey listen the fans dan the fans love you okay but they also think Colby doesn't talk enough when you're when you and I are on the show. So I think it was a nice change of pace that oh, uh, Colby, interesting.
1: did we do run like a focus group or something? I will say,
0: honestly, I never get feedback from anyone on the show. The few people I know who actually listen in. The only two pieces of feedback I've gotten is uh, I look fat on camera. And yes, people have said that to me. <laughs> but ignoring that, um, they say Colby does not talk enough. I swear to God, that is the one consistent piece of feedback I always get is is Colby. We don't hear. We want to hear more Colby. And I think part of that is Dan. You and I have very uh, aggressive on mic personalities. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's Colby being shy. I think you and I just jump in all the time, and Colby's just listening, which is fine. <laughs> listening but it, politely. That's why it's it, when it's just me and Colby, or it was just you and me, Dan, or just the two of you. It's a different different type of show. So. Um, it was interesting for a couple months. We got to learn so much about Colby. People didn't even know he was on the show. It was great.
2: <laughs> it's true. Um The last the last show we did was fun because I didn't have a charger. So oh, yeah, I forgot about- 45 minutes in, I got the warning. I was like, Sean my recent.
0: computer's gonna die and I don't I can't I can't charge it. So we gotta we gotta cruise. <laughs> I think the final runtime was like forty three minutes. <laughs> the shortest episode of Don't Panic Ever.
1: That reminds me, Colby, of your phone that had the broken power button in college. Do you, do you yes. remember this?
2: Right. That once it if it shut off, I couldn't turn <laughs> it back on.
1: And it yeah, it added a whole new level of urgency to any sort of evening activity. Yeah. Like People yeah. would freak out. Oh, my phone's going to die. I'm going to miss text messages. Colby's phone was literally about to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you go to bed, you might never wake up. Uh, I feel like there must be a horror movie that that is the plot of. That I think that was my iPhone 3G. Wow. But it, also my first iPhone. And also the phone that uh Frenemy of the show, Colin Turkle, purchased the IMT Pain app. Uh, oh yeah on on like the second day of college, and promised me that he was going to reimburse me the three dollars. He never did.
0: To this, but day. Col- Colby, hey, listen, you can talk about that, but remember, we had minutes of fun playing <laughs> before we got bored with it immediately. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think that was when we switched over to the app. You pushed a button and it made a fart sound. I mean, this was the early days of the app store, remember? So sure. Yeah. You know, when that made your phone look like a lighter was like $80. It was a, <laughs> a weird time.
2: Yes, it was. T-Pain.
1: God bless him. Um, right. Did I tell well, Did I talk on the show? I was just I'm thinking about my last two months. Did I talk on the show about the Steam Deck? Did we talk about that at all? No. I got a Steam Deck. It was one of those things, I ordered it like a year ago because I was traveling and I was like, you know what I have a lot of are computer games that I wish I could play while I'm stuck on these planes. What I don't have a lot of are Nintendo Switch games I want to play on this plane, sadly. Uh, And so I placed an order, I was like, maybe I'll get one eventually. And then I did get one and it uh, is massive It's just a huge thing to hold in your hand, Uh, but it does work uh, really well. And the cool thing is uh, for a thing that you use on planes, like right now, the Steam winter sales happen and you can buy these like old games that, you know, maybe you wouldn't be that interested in playing today normally, but they work great on the handheld thing that lets the battery run for a long time if you just play like an eight year old game on it and you bought it for two dollars on on the Steam sale. Uh, so, yeah, I used that for two months pretty regularly and it worked great and it's amazing. It runs Windows games. No problem. It's uh, yeah.
2: This is a portable thing.
1: yes. It's like, you know, it's like probably pick up your keyboard. It's about like, I don't know how big your keyboard is, but like <laughs> it's, a, it's about the size of like a laptop keyboard. Uh, sure.
0: Yeah, it's a Nintendo Switch on steroids.
1: Yeah. You look in the photo, you look at the photos, you're like, oh, cool. It's like a Switch. Size. It's like, no, no, no. It looks like a Switch visually, but it is like three times bigger.
0: It's it's, it's a switch that runs Windows games. So think about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But like, it's kind of incredible that you can do that. Uh, And the the save syncing thing works super well. So you can go back to the computer and pick up the game. And in every case so far, it's worked well for me. But where it really shines is playing like a, you know, Civilization 4 or something or like Mm -hmm. old The Sims where it can just go for eight hours because the game is so old right that's uh and it's just runs linux so you can install anything you want on it so another cool thing you can do close your close your ears nintendo legal team that might be listening (laughs) is install any emulator playstation super nintendo gamecube xbox and play all those old games on on the go which is pretty cool have you hooked smash up on it yet i did but The controls are not the same and it's a little bit laggy. So so I uh, it's mostly for novelty.
0: (sighs) Well, I was going to mention to you, did you see the um, I think it was today or yesterday it was going around the new uh, uh, joy cons for the Nintendo Switch that emulate uh, the GameCube? No, I, I got All All right, let me put it. I'll put it in the Riverside chat here. As soon as I saw this, I was like, I almost put in the rundown because I'm like, Dan is going to go nuts for this thing. But basically, it's it's a special Joy-Con set that it's designed <laughs> to look exactly like the old purple GameCube controllers. Um, and supposedly they're they're very nicely made. Ooh, so
1: sold out.
0: Yeah, this this went this was all over the Internet.
1: Damn, I missed it. <laughs> Huh. that does look cool, though. Here's the, the the GameCube controller is very comfortable. It's like yeah. it's kind of deep. It's got like the deep grip on the side. Um, the buttons like the A button is bigger than all the other buttons, and that's the button you usually use. And the mm-hmm. B button that you don't usually use is smaller than all the buttons. It's like, why? Why are all the buttons now the same size? Because in every game, there is a button Sometimes it's the one on the bottom with on PlayStation. On Nintendo games would notice it's the one to the left. Is that's the primary button you usually use? Why is that button not bigger? I don't understand. How are we like standardized on this triangular or I guess diamond shaped thing? I don't know. The uh I like
2: the Like, I like that you can put it on the sides of your
0: switch. That looks it looks really dope with with the switch. There's something really nice looking about it. I mean, it looks stupid, but it looks good stupid.
1: Here's the other thing. I I also brought my switch. There was I would use it a little bit. And it's so much it's very uncomfortable to play for six hours on a plane ride because you're holding like a piece of plywood, (laughs) basically, (laughs) Uh I think you should be able to get Joy Cons that are more ergonomic.
0: So yeah, this the the company that came out with this. They make a bunch of different um, Joy Cons. We a really cool transparent where you can see the microchips and stuff underneath it.
1: <sighs> when uh, is transparency going to come back? We had the return of bell bottoms. You know, are we are we five ten years out from transparent electronics coming back?
0: <laughs> I hope so. I think I think that would be a great trend to bring back. The problem is everything is phones are all in cases, so you don't see it. Everything wants to be metal. And I just don't know if people are going back to to plastic. Like, like what device that you have mm. would you want to be clear? Mm. Controllers maybe like the accessories, maybe. But
1: video game consoles.
0: Mm. Yeah, cool. that would be cool. I mean, you could do the, the famous 30 rock clear dishwasher. <laughs> Still a great <laughs> Honest- idea. still a great idea printers that's a great one it would probably get covered in ink though (laughs) but that's part of it right that's part of the art is there a lot of splatter inside of printers you know we've seen the um, we've seen car concepts where they put the ink on the outside of the car to change colors they just make the clear car
1: Mm. that would be scary (laughs) because (laughs) probably these cars are a lot less substantial than you think they are for you know energy efficiency and everything right yeah people don't need to see inside my car no 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 no. that although yeah it might help people be tidier Uh, but also might help thieves get good stuff it would make walking around the parking lot way more interesting that's true yeah
2: that's a good question.
1: Good. Wi-Fi routers. Give me a clear Wi-Fi router. Sure. Very cool. Throw it out there. TV. Well, I think <laughs> I don't know how often I. Yeah. We have the TV floated in the middle of the room. OK. Because... And so the back of the TV is just a giant black expanse, uh, which it could be worse. You know, it is like the LG super thin thing so it's actually kind of nice that you can appreciate that but you could, you could do a lot with that space
0: i dan i think you're missing a prime opportunity though i think you got to get a second identical tv strap it to the back and so you have 360 tv uh, get, the, get an hdmi splitter put the same thing on both you'll never miss a moment
1: a new definition of
0: simulcast
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> the whole room television <laughs> from dan <Band> miller <Noah. laughs>
0: i like it thing sells itself <laughs>
1: This solves, yeah, like we're, we're looking at moving and I don't know if you've, I'm sure you've both seen this actually, uh, especially in older cities. I'm sure this is a problem in Boston. There is no place to put a TV The people a hundred years ago were like, you know, it should go in the middle of the room, a fireplace. And you're like, you didn't think about global warming. I'm never going to use this fireplace. And now I can't do anything here. Uh, so One of the primary things I look at when I look at these photos is like, where would the TV go? And then Mm -hmm. where would the couch go? Mm -hmm. Uh, The simulcast might might solve that problem because you just put the TV in the middle of the room. couches you know, along any edge that is available. Doesn't matter where you sit.
0: Well, you create the ultra lounge, right? Because you put the TV in the middle and then the whole entirety of the outside wall is all couches. You can sit anywhere and see the television. You know, they got wide viewing angles on these TVs now, so you can really sit anywhere and still get a pretty good. You could put it
1: on a motorized base so that, you know, it it rotates to where the the people are. Well, that's well. And then
0: you get like some head tracking, infrared kind of stuff. And so it tracks like wherever Dan sits, the TV turns and points at him. (laughs) Or you can just
2: use the curved screens, but it curves the it curves the other way. Outward. Like out. Just round. Well, I love, you know,
0: they have those where they're like all the tiny LED panels you snap in and you can make it as big or as small as you want. If I ever get like a man cave, I'm doing a whole wall with those. <laughs> uh, but Dan, this is your opportunity. You can wrap it all the way around a cylinder.
1: Oh, and then it, it spins like one of those old timey things. And that's how you watch the TV.
0: And then when you're not using it, you can put on like a people just think it's a big fish tank or something. You can put little (laughs) fish swimming on
1: it. I did see uh, at a friend's house in our eight week uh, East Coast tour, we did see one of those TVs that looks like a picture frame. Oh, sure. And then inside the TV is like a painting on like a 4K. I don't know. Maybe it was even it looked real. I was shocked at how good it looked. I thought you know, on paper reading the CS press announcement about that five years ago, that it would look super hokey. Um, and it takes a while to notice. And even when you're noticing, you're like, ah, it's fine. Cause they actually can get pretty dim. Uh, mm. Which is nice. It's not like a big shouting out. Look at this horse painting. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Horse. Well, you know, Dan, speaking of CES, you've, yes, uh... it's my favorite episode.
0: Oh, and by the way, I, I forget that we stream these live, so I do want to thank wonderful, maybe number one friend of the show, Phil Lopez, who uh, once again knocks it out of the park with clear toilet. Thank you, Phil, <laughs> and clear vacuum. At, clear vacuum. That's kind of Dyson needs to get on that. They, they'd right. be great they, at the they, totally they're clear. They're basically halfway there, Dyson. It's the, pretty clear. Right. The
1: chamber with the, the with, with the gross shit is already clear.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a good clear toilet is definitely an idea. <laughs> And I'll leave it at that, uh, guys. We got to talk about CES. It's our favorite time of the year. We've covered uh, a number of these, and I I pulled a number of releases from the show, but only the weird, interesting stuff. It's what we love to talk about. Uh, from gadgets to appliances to cars to you name it. it, happens at the Consumer Electronics Show every year, guys. There's about I think ten different stories in here. If any of them grab your attention and you wanna you wanna go out quick, we got uh, urine analysis. We've got uh, scent infused showers. We we have uh, we got laptops with too many screens. Truly wireless TVs. Anything getting you excited? Um, it's a lot taken. I, I like
2: the bathroom theme this year
0: yeah yeah we can get into that we got a couple of bathroom items let's start with uh why things who's been around for a while i think one of the first with like a uh wi-fi enabled smart scale they got a whole bunch of stuff um this year it's the U scan an at-home hands-free urine lab that you stick in your toilet yes you heard that correctly uh it consists of two parts a reader and a replaceable cartridge the reader itself is what you pee on and the cartridges inside of it. It has a thermal sensor to differentiate between pee and toilet water. Um, and um, all you have to do is pee normally, but onto the device instead of directly into the water. There's nothing you have to do to activate it. And there are enough tests in the cartridges for about one test per day. Uh, once the reader detects your peeing, it uses a microfluidic circuit to take a small sample. The rest gets dumped and the thing gets cleaned when you flush Um, for the cartridges, they're focusing on two things, reproductive health and nutrition. Uh, the cycle CycleSync cartridge measures uh luteinizing hormone, pH levels, and hydration levels uh, to uh, help determine what part of the menstrual cycle a person is in, as well as estimating an ovulation window. They're also doing a nutritional balance cartridge, which measures pH and hydration in addition to ketones and vitamin C. Um, too many ketones uh, in your blood and urine, for example, can trigger ketoacidosis, um, and vitamin C may help people improve iron absorption once the tests are finished the results are sent via wi-fi to the app and the cartridge rotates to the next test pod each cartridge holds about 100 tests in lasts last three months um the users will also get actionable tips to improve their health based on their results wow <laughs> chris not the stupidest thing i've ever heard
1: no i'm pleasantly surprised actually a hundred yeah and you only have to replace it every couple months uh, yeah, absolutely. So it's it essentially you take
0: one test a day, a hundred tests in a cartridge. So I'm, yeah,
1: I mean, what I love th- data. Yeah.
2: What is, the? Uh, what is the, what is, uh, d- w- <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what the cartridge is. Like, what is the cartridge and what, what is it filled with? What are the units of test? Why?
0: The- so, like I said, there's two different cartridges depending on what test you want to take. But basically, in the the cartridge and the thing itself collects a little bit of urine and runs the test within the cartridge in the unit in your toilet. Cool. Was that helpful? No. I don't <laughs> understand
2: I don't understand why it I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't
1: I think it's like a COVID test, right? Like there's some bit of material that Mm. it's reacting with and then it's, it's, it's measuring that reaction to determine something.
2: Gotcha. And that's what's in the cartridge. That makes sense. So weird.
0: Yeah. So you just pee on it once a day. It knows you're peeing on it. It'll test you and send you the results to your app. (laughs) It's funny. Cool. I guess it's pretty wild i think as more cartridges come out it could be interesting um i will say though what i and genuinely i hope you didn't scroll down far enough in the article what would you pay for the reader Mm -hmm. and cartridges for like your first set of cartridges oh and by the way it'll only be available in europe uh pending medical approval in the u.s later on Hmm.
2: so so we're estimating in euros
0: Yes, although if you want to do it in dollars, I'll give you the the (laughs) translation. But yes, it is listed in euros. Um, The thing you pee on and some test cartridges. 200 euros. Dan, you got a guess?
1: I'm going to do 150 euros.
0: Here's the thing. It's a great idea. It's going to cost you 500 euros. Damn. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Which... On one hand, for an everyday type of just like casual, I like tech product, it's crazy. If you're trying to get pregnant or you have a medical condition that requires your urine to get tested, maybe not so crazy. Um, It'll be available in Q2 2023, but of course, all this depends on uh, FDA clearance. Wild. We live in the future, you know? Uh, We live in a future. (laughs) Uh, um one where you get to pee on things in your toilet. Um, but we can continue along in the the bathroom concept. Um, Kohler, friend of the show. Every year we talk about something fun from our friends at Kohler. They've kept it simple this year. Aromatherapy shower infusion. Uh, well, what does that mean? Um, it's called Sprig, and it's a gadget capable of attaching to any shower head paired with their Sprig shower pods. Uh, It's this little contraption that hooks into your existing shower head and plumbing and you basically it's pods. So you got to buy it from them, but the uh, the pods infuse the water stream with a combination of scents like eucalyptus, chamomile, lavender, as well as ingredients that are supposed to be good for the skin, like hyaluronic acid and sodium. Uh, Kohler says the pods are safe to use on the entire body and run should run for around several minutes. Um, the pods start at $21 for a six pack or uh, for a six pack of single use pods or $24 for a single multi-use pod with eight uses. Uh, the whole infusion system you need to start will cost $119 be available to purchase during the first quarter this year.
1: I think that the, this thing is pods really kills it for me because those are pretty expensive and... You know, like steeping tea, I imagine you'd still you could get a couple uses out of any given bit of material. Mm -hmm. That's annoying. I like the idea, though. I like I really am willing to spend money on these things like like the bidets you can just add to the toilet. Right. Uh, You can just have this. You don't need to. Change your plumbing. You don't need to do this and that. And like, oh, isn't it a nice thing? Like, I think there's a huge market for stuff like that. But to to uh, make it like the coffee pods, i sure it helps their bottom line. But I think a lot of people will be turned off by that, where it's like, hey, get the Kohler faucet. Because guess what you can do with this faucet that no one else can do? You can install these tablets. Hey, they don't last forever. Eventually, you'll probably want to replace it because you'll notice the smell goes away. Uh, but like single use is... Pretty lame. Are they single-use, or does it just like recommend eight uses? No,
0: uh, you can buy them either as single-use pods, or you can buy a multi-use pod, which works for eight uses. Works.
1: What happens after eight? Does it eject itself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it just... I honestly it's vague in here. Cause that is a good question. Like, could I use all of it in a 30 minute long
1: shower? <laughs> yeah. Does it have or like an RFID thing? Like the, how does it uh, know to shut up? How something? do I turn it
0: on and off? I know the <laughs> article doesn't say it's a good question.
1: I mean, I think I, I
0: don't disagree with your point, Dan. I will say the cost of under $3 for a single use pod. I don't think is, I, that's not ripoff territory. Cause I, I wouldn't use this every day, but this is like on a weekend or a stressful day. I pay $2.70 to pop a pod in the shower. It's relaxing. What drives me crazy is the $120 startup cost. Like, you're right, Dan. Aren't they making money on the pods? They should be giving <laughs> this thing away <laughs> and ripping us do? off on the pods. What does the thing do that it needs to be so expensive? That's. I mean, it looks ve- I'll give him credit. It looks very nice. I'm sure it's made of metal. It's got to have the plumbing fixtures and everything. But if this thing were like $49... OK, you might want to take a flyer on that and they make their money on the pods. 120 is a lot to to invest in a system like this. Yeah, in my opinion, anyway.
2: I think you're right. It's crazy.
0: But you ever know, put it on your uh, wish list for next Christmas. If it ever actually comes out. Um, that is the Kohler Sprig Shower Infusion System. Uh, What else on here, guys? That's not, we're out of bathroom stuff. Oh, huh. what about the toothbrush? Oh, let's move, Uh, you're right. We do have more bathroom stuff. The Y brush, I've never seen this before. This is wild. Apparently it's been in Europe for a few years um, and now it's available in the US, uh, announced at CES. Uh, it's called the Y brush and it's basically, how do I describe this to somebody listening? It's a mouth guard shaped, head so it's like putting in a mouth guard in your mouth but the whole inside of it is lined with bristles and the thing vibrates to clean all of your teeth simultaneously rather than moving the brush around your mouth for two minutes you position one side of your mouth inside turn it on and gently sort of move around the brush head while rotating it uh they say you can spend a maximum of 30 seconds now YBrush specifically doesn't promise better cleaning performance, so much as claiming you'll do a better job of taking care of your teeth, since most adults spend only about 45 seconds to a minute brushing, not as long as they should. They're not effective. uh, Versus this, it's pretty effective, but they're more likely to use it. Uh, It'll cost you uh, $80 for the base model, which doesn't include a timer, or $130 model that does include a timer.
2: So, so does that mean it doesn't work better than if you brush your teeth like you're supposed to, but it does work better if you brush your teeth
0: badly? I, you nailed it on the head. Yes. If you're a (laughs) dentist and you have been trained in how to brush your teeth, no, this is not going to do as good of a job, but there, there are some, and by the way, I love it's this European angle. The average American is so (laughs) stupid that we invented this. Th- Apparently, it's been around in Europe for a. You know, it's not a new product. It's just new to the U.S. market.
2: I love the name. It's like well, y- the the obvious Y shape, but also like Y brush. Why? Why brush? Why brush when you could Y brush?
0: Yeah, this thing's wild. If you get a chance, um, th- there isn't one in the article, but on the website on their website uh, and I think also on the Amazon page, they have videos of people using it. Um, And when you see them using it, you're okay. I kind of buy it. Like it looks stupid in a picture, but once it gets in somebody's mouth, you're like, it touches every tooth and it vibrates like an electric toothbrush. Like I'm almost tempted to take the Y brush challenge. (laughs) Do you have to get like fitted for a, They have three sizes, large, medium, and small for children small for children that they say fit fit most yeah here i can uh I can share my screen uh, and put the video on for the people watching um, but it's uh th- what what makes me convinced is it's been around for four years. You know what I mean so they must it must do something.
2: Oh my God. Did you see how much the brush costs?
0: Yeah, it's it's $89. No, no, I'm sorry, just
2: oh. a replacement like
0: head. Oh no, what does a replacement head cost?
2: $37.99
0: for yeah. one. Yeah. But how long, does it last? <laughs> how long does it last? I mean, I will say I know my electric toothbrushes replacement heads are not cheap.
1: But the uh, the one I have, it's like three months, they say, before you should replace it or something like that.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they say on here how long it lasts.
1: Hmm. We're transitioning from 2022's Don't Panic Home Improvement podcast now to the <laughs> Panic Personal Health and Hygiene podcast.
0: Oh, no, that's a problem. I'm definitely better at one than the other.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure which one it is.
0: Six months, six months okay. it says for the Y brush. So, so you're buying it and then spending seventy bucks a year in uh, brush heads. I don't know. This thing it just is like it's wild. Oops. So check it out. Now available in the U.S. The Y brush.
1: Y brush. I like. I like the idea of this thing because if it did clean if it could just cut my toothbrushing time in half but clean as well as i do with an electric toothbrush which i think is like 30 seconds per quadrant or something it's at that would be huge right that's such an such an easy sell um yeah yeah. but yeah if it doesn't do as good a job then it's not an easy sell but something like Mm. that like hey here's this thing you have to do every day we're going to 50% 50% of the time you have to spend on this. God, that'd be amazing. Well, it's I, toothbrushes need innovation. I didn't put it in the rundown, but some company
0: at CES, I want to say it was like a Panasonic or somebody like that, they announced a, um, a new, they call it like the one handle, where it's got the battery in it and the motor in it, and you can put your toothbrush head on it. But then you can take your toothbrush head off, put your razor head on it for your electric razor. And I was like, I do not want those to be the same thing. <laughs> I disagree and like I had a bunch of different heads you could put on it that could do like grooming stuff and I'm like no those should be separate my toothbrush should be nowhere near the thing that's covered in hair absolutely (laughs) not I was offended at the idea
2: that is I do take great pains to make sure my toothbrush is like nowhere in the area (laughs) when I use my electric shaver. Because I don't want those little, you know, it, it, Sean. You you've experienced firsthand what it's like to get beard <laughs> beard
0: trimmings in your. All I have. Don't put them right next to your spices. They look highly similar. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. And don't uh, just you... taste random things.
1: Did, did you know the story, Dan? <laughs> no. Did you just have a bottle of beard trimmings?
0: <laughs> no. The, the The ultra short version is when we were roommates, uh, and actually, this involves Matt, friend of the show, Matt, of course. Uh, there in our in our dorm house there was a sink directly next to a shelf we put food on. Like a like a bathroom sink right. directly the, next to
2: There was in Gartland there was a s there was the sink in the bathroom and then there was a second sink outside the bathroom
0: for And we had a shelf of food, like literally up, up against the side of the sink. And so I was in there like using that sink one day and I looked over and of course the food cabinet was the food shelving was a mess because we were a bunch of dudes in college. There was all kinds of crap on there and there was like a thing of pepper and a thing of salt and a thing of whatever. And there was just a bunch of like little stuff on the shelf and I'm like, it doesn't look like pepper. What is it? So I, as a smart person, licked my finger, (laughs) took a bunch of it. And I ate it and I'm like, it doesn't really taste like anything. <laughs> I wonder what that is. It was Matt's beard shavings uh, ended up on the shelf next to the food. Uh, uh, and it was upsetting and I stopped putting my food on the shelf uh, <laughs> because it was not, not a good spot for that. No. are a lot of problems with that. Not one of my prouder moments. Um, all right, guys. What else? Anything else here from uh, the CES? The CES? Hmm. There's some actual technology, but there's also more goofy stuff. So. You guys tell me.
2: Bike desk. I have been thinking about getting a new desk.
0: Well, Acer has a new desk. You might be interested in working in. Uh, It's called the E connect BD three. I don't know where they come up with this. Um, It's not only a work and exercise desk. It also generates electricity. What? Uh, you cycle at a somewhat leisurely oh pace God. of 60 revolutions per minute. Uh, it can generate up to 75 watts of power. Uh, that prevents emissions equivalent to walking rather than driving 0.132 miles in a gas-powered car. Um, not...
1: 0.132.
0: Yeah, the iPhone 13, <laughs> well, for comparison's sake, so you're doing 75 not one
1: watts. Not 1.32. 0.132. That's like a city block, right? Like the...
0: It's not much, but I will say 75 watts of power. The iPhone 13 Pro Max draws 30 watts from the wall with a fast charger to juice up in under 90 minutes. So not good to compare it to a car, but definitely for uh, your electronics, it has two USB Type A and one USB Type C port to plug in multiple devices. Um, and so you can charge your devices with it. Also comes with a smartphone app for users who can track their cycling performance and how many calories they've burned. Um, it'll cost you $999 uh, when it lands in North America (laughs) in June. Can it charge
2: your computer
0: too, or just a phone? Uh, it's got a USB C port. So I I, I'd have to see what wattage like a MacBook would pull, but possibly.
1: Now this is betrays my ignorance, but wattage is a measure of what? Is it a measure of throughput or a measure of like, because you, you have a kilowatt hour battery which measures capacity. And so if you charge your your phone seventy watts, is that you know one is that 0.7 kilowatt? <laughs> you know? What's it's it's electricity produced. Electricity produced. Seventy watts. Yeah, seventy five watts. And how much like iPhones like how big is an iPhone battery?
0: Well like it like like the article right. said 30 watts will power up a 13 Pro Max with a fast charger fully charged in 90 minutes with 30 watts 30 watts.
1: But how long do you have to pedal to produce those 30 watts? Uh 60 revolutions
0: per minute for an hour. <laughs> but that's okay. a leisurely pace says this article. So okay.
1: you
0: know if you're if you're leisurely pedaling for 8 hours a day, you could
1: you maybe could revolutions per minute for an hour is that what they said yes that's one revolution per second yes that's like one one thousand
0: two one thousand three one thousand four one thousand yeah right no listen i I think it's stupid but i'm (laughs) i'm trying to give the people at acer some credit for (laughs) that interesting idea
1: surprised to learn you know reading about electric cars and how they work and i was like and And then electric bikes. I was like, hang on a second. Why don't electric bikes? We have lots of hills in Seattle. Why don't electric bikes recharge their battery when you go down the hill? And the answer was, I think that it's just not it's a negligible amount of electricity for that much weight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, yeah, these things have weird economies of scale. And I'm surprised, I guess pleasantly surprised that you could charge anything pedaling yourself for an hour that's you could charge a whole iphone i'm pleasantly surprised
0: but to be honest that's probably the only reason i would ever use this is like your laptop's going to die and you're going to get fired if you don't pedal the bike (laughs) Uh, um i need some incentive so i'll I'll take what i can get right (laughs) um anywho acer's bicycle desk uh anything else in here you guys want to talk about or should we move on to uh to picks? Um, because we, we didn't talk about the dual screen laptop or the wireless TV or the stand mixer that has Alex built in and measures all your stuff as you put it in.
1: Now, I do feel like we should talk about the Black and Decker cordless cocktail maker. You, you it, might have thought that drill was coming after that, but no.
0: Yeah, this is insane. So. The fine folks at Black & Decker, who I'm pretty sure we've never talked about on the show before. I feel comfortable in saying that. I don't think they've ever come up. Um, They have their own uh, electric-powered cocktail maker. Uh, Now, that in itself is not we've talked about the pod-style cocktail makers before on the show many times. Mm -hmm. That's not new. Uh, This uses the pods from a company called Bartesian, um, and it has space for six liquor bottles. What's unique about this is, for the first time ever, it's battery powered on a black and Decker, like the same battery you put in your weed whacker will power this cordless cocktail maker, which means cocktails anywhere on the go. They say you can get up to 250 drinks on a single charge. Oh, my God. Available this spring for
1: a price of four hundred dollars. Why black and Decker? Does it did they You know, explain that at all? No, I think it's
0: uh, I'm pretty sure they're just private labeling it like they I doubt they make the maker. Somebody else does and They just put the Black and Decker name on it.
1: Did they Uh, like repurpose one of their wireless drills? Because it does say battery here, doesn't it? Doesn't it say battery powered? It is. Well, you know, I
0: actually know a little bit about the tool market, but basically all of these companies, the the whole gimmick with batteries now for tools and stuff is like you buy into the family, like you get the Ryobi batteries and you got to buy all the Ryobi stuff. And Mm say with all the different brands, DeWalt and all that. All of them are making stupid shit. You can put their batteries in at somewhat as gimmicks. Makita makes a coffee machine that runs on the same batteries as the Weed Whacker. (laughs) And they're just trying to add as much stuff as possible to say, we have 300 things our batteries work with. Um, I don't think they'll sell many of these, but it is one they can put on the list and say, look, buy into our ecosystem of batteries because you can do everything, including cocktail making at the tailgate party. Cool. Truly wild. But I did go on the Bartesian website, and man, I I can't justify it. But I, man, they make the pod cocktails look so good. Because <laughs> I'm so lazy. I'm so lazy. But you got to buy the machine, and then you got to buy the pods. And we already talked about our disdain for pods. So, yeah. <laughs> Not happening. I can just hire Colby for a fraction of
1: the price. Can you imagine how the lifetime of these things with like sugar pouring out of that little nozzle too. Like even with the coffee makers, you eventually have to clean it out because of calcium buildup, but sugar, I don't know. I don't like that. And also just how many
0: cocktails do you make? Like let's, even if you made one a day, you're paying, I think it's something like 400 bucks for the machine. And then the pods I looked up and they were $20
1: for
0: eight. eight, Well, it varies by what drink you buy. I think the ones I saw, they were like $3 to $4 a pod, which I also don't think is crazy for the ingredients plus the alcohol. But it's like, man, how long do you have to own that for it to be like justified cost? I can't imagine, especially when a shaker is much cheaper. Um... All right, guys. Well, why don't we pivot over to picks the part of the show where each of us brings something we want to share with the world uh, and talk about. And I think I got to have, you know, we got cocktails on one side. We got coffee on the other. Colby, what are you picking this week? I
2: don't remember if we talked about this on the show, but Laura and I got cyber Mondayed into buying a, <laughs> a countertop espresso machine um, and <laughs> Which has been pretty great. It's it's very small, which is awesome. It doesn't have like a grinder built in or anything, but it does have a steam wand. So it has like the espresso thing and a, and a steam wand. So you can like froth your milk and also make espresso. Um, it's been like pretty good so far, you know. It, there was some learning curve, but Laura worked at a at a coffee shop, it, and when she was in college, so we had a little bit of a head start on figuring out what the heck to do. Um, I was just pleased with how small it is. Like it, it, it. We were able to find a corner of our minimal counter space to shove it in. Um, and we did the math, and like we only have to make like fifty lattes for it for for it to work out. <laughs> uh and like the 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 lattes we're making are at least as good as the crappy coffee shop across the street and those cost like nine dollars so
0: well you gotta see if you can sell them to the neighbors (laughs) right (laughs) free coffee discount coffee discount that's right we're cheaper and we deliver to your door because you're across the hall uh this is great is this the first like real espresso machine you've owned It's the first one I've owned, yes, for sure. Uh, Very cool. No, that's great. Uh, It looks great. and I'm sure it looks very beautiful next to your Breville smart oven.
2: Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. Just across the the counter. Just across the kitchen. Getting
0: getting the collection together. Very cool. Uh, Next, you got to get... They have this uh, smart coffee bean grinder. Did you see this thing from Breville? No. It looks like the goddamn space shuttle. It's got a little... I think you can put in the exact measurements of what you want. The grind time, how many shots worth. And it looks, looks dope and it matches. So that's the problem I have is when I buy something, I got to look at all the things that match it. Right. (laughs) But I also don't know if I could justify a $200 coffee grinder. So, (laughs) but that's not up for me to decide. Uh, Very good. Colby, the Breville Bambino plus Uh, check it out. Uh, Dan, let's work our way up the list. What are you playing?
1: Yeah, uh, one of the games I played on this theme deck while I was flying on this plane is a game called Arcanium. And it's kind of like, I think in the past, I picked uh, Slay the Spire, which is kind of like single-player Hearthstone. Uh, So Arcanium, I think, is a cross between Slay the Spire and a board game. So you move around the board, and then things happen when you move to different squares. And... When you have battles, those are actually card games and you collect cards as you play the game and upgrade your deck and then eventually you probably lose and then certain power-ups carry over. It's one of those games and then you do it all over again the next time. Uh, so it's pretty fun. There's lots of strategy to it. You can as soon, you can save at any point. You can save in the middle of battle, which is nice. So you can just play for five minutes. Um, I think it's only on Steam. Uh, I actually didn't check that. Uh, But if you have a Steam Deck, it works great on there. Oh, it's on Netflix. you see that? Is this a Netflix game? It's it's a Netflix. I was about to say,
0: I think it's the first ever Netflix game we've picked on the show.
1: Interesting. But I click on Netflix, it just brings me to Steam. Huh. I don't know. Well, (laughs) keep it. It says platforms, PC, Steam, and Netflix.
0: I wonder if... uh, Yes, is it uh, is it free to play or is there a cost to this thing? I'm pretty sure I paid for it, twenty five dollars. Yeah, I wonder if it's free with a Netflix subscription, because oh, the way it, I looked up shit. once, like how to get a Netflix game, and I believe you get it through Steam, but you have to like authorize it through the Netflix account on your device. There's a way to do oh, it. Oh
1: no no no! Here, look, check this out. I'll I'll add this to the spreadsheet if you are a netflix member you can download this app on the app store but only if you're a netflix member if not there's no amount of money you can pay to play this game on your iphone
0: nice that's crazy for netflix members all right
1: wow check that out yeah there you go arcanium very cool good thing i don't subscribe to netflix anymore so i don't feel like a sucker (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey listen maybe with such great games they'll get you back as a uh as a subscriber you never know all right very nice pick dan thank you uh i will round us out here uh i have learned that cats like running moving water they don't like uh, i guess it's an instinctual thing they find danger in sitting water so they like moving fountains so i've this I, this is now my third fountain I've bought since I've had my cat, which isn't great because I've only had them for like four years. They they don't last long, but um, his the motor on his old one crapped out. Uh, and so I had to get a new one and I purchased this from Petley Bro. It's the Dockstream Wireless Pump Water Fountain. Now, I've had enough of these to know like good things and bad things like. How, are they easy to clean and, and are they going to last? And does it hold a lot of water and how expensive are the filters and all those sorts of things? And I'm very excited for this one. I've gotten it. He's had it for a little while. Upside, Deadly Silent, uh, which is wonderful. It's the quietest one I've ever owned. You don't hear it at all, which is great. Holds a crap ton of water, which is awesome. So you're not filling it. Um and the cleaning of it. I've had some of these that are a nightmare to take them to a million pieces. you got to scrub them because uh, stuff grows where water sits. Um, and this one uh, is pretty darn easy to clean as well. So uh, Pet Libro Dockstream Wireless Pump Water Fountain. It's 40 bucks, so it's not real crazy for a water fountain um, for your uh, pet. Check it out. Keep them hydrated. Uh very nice. All right, gentlemen. Well, we did it. It was nice to have the crew back together again.
2: Yeah. You know, maybe we'll see each other again in
0: 2024. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, no, well, we definitely have some fun stuff coming up. I'll very quickly tease over it up for debate. Uh, we just published uh, the second half of our live commentary of the failed musical Spider-Man turn off the dark. Uh, Watch it on YouTube. We talk over the footage from the musical, and it is wild. Um, it's, it's the best couple hours you'll spend watching the, the two acts. And I can tease, I'm a week behind in publishing. So actually, we've already recorded our next one. It's not published yet. Guys, we're doing another Storytelling Creative Challenge, one of my favorite episode types we do, where we start with a premise, and we build the story that goes on. Uh, and I can tell you, this one takes place uh, a couple of kids. It's basically a Goosebumps story, but it takes place uh, a couple of kids at Wild Willie's, Entertainment, Wonderporium, and Family Fun Center, Zoo Safari, and Amusement Center, World Thrill Park uh, Amusement Center. So uh, they're at a theme park, and uh, as usual, Matt and I go off the rails pretty quick. So it's going to be a fun one. lot to check out there. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts up for debate. This show, of course, Don'tPanic.io is the website. Uh, go there. Get all the links to the pics we talked about. will be there uh, in case you want to buy an espresso machine uh, or a pet water fountain. And, of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. You can get a hold of us, Show at gmail.com or tweet at us at show. And we're going to be back next time with some combination of hosts and some combinations of tech news. And it's going to be a good time. But on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time for another great episode of Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.